0: Well, in the last half hour we were talking about uh, the fact that a Canadian, uh, a member of Global Affairs Canada, essentially what used to be the Department of Foreign Affairs, went to a party at the uh, Russian embassy, not really a party, more of a gathering, but certainly a Russia Day event at the Russian embassy and how today the foreign affairs minister is backtracking against that because we all know what the reality of what's happening in Ukraine is. Today, Ukraine's national police chief says authorities are investigating the killings of more than 12,000 Ukrainians nationwide in the war since the Russian invasion in February. 12,000 thousand people. And there's probably many more than that. Yeah, it's a grim reminder that the war now in its 110th day continues to rage on exacting a mountain human cost. Uh, today, we're learning that Russian forces have gained ground in fierce street fighting in an important city in the Donbass, And that Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky says the battle over the Donbass, which is raging now, will go down in military history as one of the most brutal battles in Europe. Meantime, Ukraine is calling on the West to supply more heavy weaponry, such as rocket launchers, tanks, and howitzers. Uh, The request made publicly by a key presidential advisor on Twitter today, where he argued that Ukraine needs heavy weapons parity to defeat Russia and end the war. It's a message, along with others, that a Ukrainian MP is bringing to both Ottawa and Washington this week. Joining me now from Ottawa is Yevhenia Kravchuk. She's a Ukrainian MP, Deputy Chair of the Servant of the People Fraction in Parliament. That is President Volodymyr Zelensky's party. She's also a former journalist. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Welcome to Canada.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: So tell me about the trip, uh, the, your your reasons for being here, and, and just what you hope, to, what message you're bringing with you from, from Kyiv.
1: Uh, I'm Ukrainian MP, I was elected by Ukrainian people, and obviously my people are suffering right now, dying every day, struggling uh, to save independence of our state, of Ukraine. So, um, you know, I cannot take a gun and fight, but I I can have uh, my voice uh, in the countries who are our partners to urge them uh, to be uh, uh, firm in their deeds to uh, help us to win this war. Uh, and, uh, you know, when I was uh, flying to Canada, at the very same hours, Russians were bombing my hometown, which is That's in right. Western Ukraine. It's a small town in Ternopil region. Uh, there is, like, no point of bombing. Uh, but, but, but still, the, the, the Russians just want to put the terror uh, to all of the regions of the country, not only where the front line is, to, to terrorize uh, the, the whole population. And, you know, that's where my 8 years old daughter lives. My parents live. Uh, I mean, my husband is in, in key region because he's a police officer yeah. and he's working there. He can't leave the region. Uh, and my daughter was, I'm sorry, it's, it's just a bit emotional and personal yes. to me. She, yeah, she was bathing. She was she 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 was having a bath in the evening, as like you know, all kids do. You know, they have baths in the evening, and then they heard the explosions, uh, and she had to take a towel and uh, a, a jacket, uh, you know, on the bare uh, mm-hmm. body and go to the basement, you know, all wet because that's the the, the only place where you can hide uh, if there is a missile attack. So mm-hmm. twenty two people wounded. Thank God, no, uh, no death after this uh, um, uh, attack. Uh, few um, uh, houses like the residential buildings are uh, partly ruined. Mm. And, uh, you know, among the people who were wounded at this missile attack, there was a 12-year-old girl from Kharkiv who escaped, that's from Eastern Ukraine, who escaped the missiles and and the the, MLRS, the Russian systems Mm -hmm. to Western Ukraine, and then Russian missile hit her there. So uh, that's just uh, the the thing reminding that uh, the war is going on and it's 110 days. It's not over. People are dying every day.
0: How oh, has it been as, a, as both an MP and a mom? You have a daughter to talk to. I mean, I imagine parents right across the country are trying to have these conversations with their kids about, about war. and They can't be easy conversations. Uh,
1: you know, it, it is not easy, but uh, what do we teach our children? Like, What is like, the basic uh, narrative that we say to our children? Uh, that be good because the good always wins over evil. So now we as adults in different countries need to make sure that the good wins, not evil wins. Because if evil wins, if the dictatorship wins, uh, all the, the world that we're living for uh, in uh, would be in huge danger. Uh, because in every corner, dictators' uh, weapons will go over to their neighbors trying to take what is not theirs. And we are right now defending our territory uh, We're a peaceful nation, you know that Ukraine is the breadbasket uh, not only of Europe but of the world, yeah. and also Russians are trying to blackmail the whole world with food security shortage shortage of 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 uh, food
0: yeah, the exports for sure yes
1: and that's you know that's not a regional conflict it's the conflict that will influence everyone if it's not stopped, and Putin can be stopped only by force.
0: Are you getting, I mean, clearly you've come to Canada with a message to deliver. What is that message? Are you getting the support that you need?
1: Uh, first of all, we are thankful for the support that you already uh, received. Just a few days ago, $1 billion were transferred to the IMF from Canada, and it will go straight from IMF to Ukrainian budget. Uh, and we have the deficit of the budget, like $5 billion uh, per month. Uh, and we're thankful for that. Also, uh, members of parliament, uh, since our last visit in April, already voted for the budget and put. Uh, 500 million of dollars for the weapons for the military supplies. Now we need to make this happen. And we are, uh, you know, we've been very vocal about it because our life and life of our children depends on how fast we can get the weapons. We understand that Canada doesn't have a lot of in the stocks, but you do have in the stocks, the uh, laws, the light armored vehicles. Um, around i was told 40 of them can be shipped uh to ukraine but there need to be a dec- decision taken to do that uh and also uh, uh the, you could buy weapons uh, uh in in europe uh i mean Great britain is doing that you know collecting like funds for you know, for buying weapons and uh I mean, we need these weapons right now on the battlefield because uh, on some of the territories of the front in Donetsk and Luhansk in the east, uh, Russians uh, outnumber us like 10 times in artillery and uh, heavy weapons. They put everything they had into this uh, territory, trying to at least uh, gain the victory in Donbas because, I mean, hey, it's been 110 days uh they were uh, russians were sure they will be in kiev in three days didn't happen we throw them away from from the kiev region from northern uh, parts of the country so they put the efforts to secure at least some of the victory uh on the battlefield uh, in the east so we can't you know fight with bare hands we need the modern NATO supplies 155 caliber uh, artillery Um, 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 uh, the um, MLRS systems, multiple launch rocket systems, because, you know, we can't uh, fight with the rifle when they have the heavy weapon.
0: Because the the conflict, and uh, we'll take a quick break now. I'm speaking with Yevhenia Kravchuk. She's a Ukrainian MP, deputy chair of the Servant of the People faction in the Ukrainian parliament. Uh, That is President Vladimir Zelensky's party. Uh, We're talking about just, she's in Canada now, here on a visit. Uh, With, I imagine a message that is similar to what she brought here in April, but has evolved as well, uh, because the war in Ukraine is evolving as well. Um, And we'll get to exactly uh, what is needed now in this ever-changing war after this. I'm speaking with Yevhenia Kravchuk. She's a Ukrainian member of parliament, a deputy chair of the, the deputy chair of the Servant of the People uh, Caucus in the Ukrainian parliament. That's Vladimir Zelensky, President Vladimir Zelensky's party. Uh, She's visiting Canada now clearly here with a message for Canadians about what needs to be done uh, to help Ukraine in its ongoing fight against this illegal Russian invasion. Uh, We were mentioning it before the break. This, this war is changing. It's changed since you were here uh, two months ago. Uh, what what would you like Canadians to know about what's happening in your country right now?
1: Um, I can see, as a media expert and journalist myself, that the topic is um, sort of you know going to the second and third page on the, on you know the newspapers and TV shows and radio shows. Uh, but that doesn't mean that it's over. We lose uh, around 100 soldiers per day. Uh, at the front, up front, and we're losing civilians every day because of the missile attacks, uh, also at the occupied territories and in, uh, in the south. Uh, i mean it's it's a humanitarian help because Russians would not uh, these people go to the territory that are controlled by uh, Ukraine. Uh, they do not have the supplies of medicine. Uh, they're trying to um, um, sort of give r- Russian passports, but in um, there is a city called Kherson. It's in the mm-hmm. south. It's the center of the region. Only twenty-three collaborants, uh, people who are uh, will be, you know, in court uh, after we catch them, uh, said that they want Russian passports. So uh, Russia will probably uh, want to, do, to have the illegal referendum to annex these territories. That's why, you know, the time runs against us. The sooner we get the weapons needed, uh, the sooner we get the defen- like air defense also uh, for, for our cities, the less casualties we'll have and the faster we'll liberate our land. Because it's very important. We're not fighting on Russian territory. We're just fighting on our territory imagine you know I, I understand it's hard to imagine but someone goes to your province trying to take part of it what would you do you would defend and kick them out
0: and are you finding right now that that the i mean I, I the world's attention was so focused on on everything that was happening when kiev was under was under siege when uh when mariupol was under siege when there was the discoveries of the war crimes uh, alleged war crimes in bucha uh, do you feel and and you know this from your time in journalism you said it do you feel Interest is slipping a bit, and what is the result? What would be the result of that, do you think?
1: Uh, the more people will die because Putin is waiting for West to get tired, to blink, to uh, sort of say, Oh, we're you know, we're losing uh, some uh, money in our economy. Uh, Maybe we'll, let's uh, forget about Ukraine, we'll close our eyes, but that just, uh, you know, brings us to the 18th century, basically, because uh, if we are living, it was the security architecture that uh, the, the, the leaders of the countries after Second World War built, saying that there can't be, you know, uh the countries cannot uh have uh, uh wars uh and not respecting the sovereignty i mean that's the borders of other country. You can't just come and say that's ours because the whole world we live in will just be broken it's uh, uh the, the, the the when you think it's far away it will uh, affect anyway because uh the the this food crisis it will be affecting the prices in, uh, in every country. And Russia is blackmailing the whole world, blocking our ports not to, uh, to uh, carry grain, corn, uh, sunflower oil from our country. And we'll have the harvest in a month and a half yeah, that t- will, what, rot in the fields?
0: Time, time is running short. It must be doing, I mean, not only is it, a, is it a world crisis because of the food shortage, but also just an economic crisis. I mean, this is a clearly deliberate. Um, they're stealing grain too, I gather, from you.
1: Yes, they are stealing and trying to uh, sell the stolen grain. And only Syria uh, agreed to take this, to buy this stolen grain. They tried to sell it to Egypt, but, you know, Egypt refused. So uh, they they, um, are using all of the instruments uh, that, uh, you know, that's just like war crimes. And the evil cannot go unpunished because it will evoke. Putin will not stop, and Ukraine will, will go to other countries. So uh, it's it just the matter of survival of the Western civilization right now. I know it uh, looks you know very with uh, these uh, huge words you know democracy, but th- that's uh, uh, w- w- what's going on. We're not fighting the regional uh, conflict. We are fighting for the values everyone speaks and tweets and, and gives the speeches about, and th- we are dying for this.
0: So if I understand you correctly right now, the, the, the major things you need is A, not for, the, for your partners not to take their eyes off this conflict, and B, you need more weapons because slowly but surely, Russia is, is pushing through those places like Severodonetsk and so on so, um, in, in, in the Donbass, that there is in fact territory being taken right now. And if you can't fight back, uh, that's going to leave you in a difficult position when and if there are any, ever any negotiations here.
1: Uh, and about, uh, you're total right, about the negotiations, the real negotiations can start uh, when we have the good position on the battlefield. Because other than that, Russia will just say capitulate, you know, take uh, and take part uh, of the country with people. Uh, killing these people on on the territories, because right now, I mean, you mentioned Bucha, but in these southern regions we know that people are being tortured, women are being raped, uh, uh, children are being stolen and and sent to uh, Russian Siberia, uh, and we can't help these people, because we can help them only when we liberate um, our land. Uh, so it's not a bad movie you it, know it, it, it is a real life and real children are being killed uh we have 263 kids killed by russians in this war uh and uh I, i'm sorry to say but probably there are much more but we can't count how many kids were killed for example in Mariupol, uh, because we can't uh, you know go there and and, and count uh so uh, uh, it's uh, important to understand that the problem will not go away just because you forget about it. Uh, and uh, I mean, there are so many Canadians of Ukrainian heritage in, uh, in this country. Uh, they, they do feel this pain, but it doesn't matter, you know, your heritage of Ukrainian or Chinese or Indian. We are all humans. And humans need to behave like humans, not uh, as, as animals. And that's what Russians do. They behave like animals.
0: And that is your message here, is, is, is really just looking to make sure that Canada's support doesn't waver.
1: Uh, yes. And uh, it, it also, the support needs to be fast. I mean, there is no time for bureaucracy because the, our life depends on the how uh, decisions are being made and how it's handled. Uh, because if it just be on the paper, and doesn't come to the ground. It doesn't change anything for us.
0: Nathanael Kravchuk, good luck with your trip to Canada. I'm happy. I'm glad to hear that everyone in your family and is, is okay back at home after what happened yesterday. And uh, thank you so much thank for you. your time. Thank you for your time tonight.
1: Thank you so much.